Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. With the ever-increasing number of makes and models of automobiles, it is now impossible to stock all the parts you need in a traditional chain storefront. You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. One reason to repair and maintain your cars is to save money that you can then use for other things, you know, like mortgage or food. Why would you choose to spend 30%, 50%, 100% more for the exact same auto parts at a chain store or a new car dealership? At rockauto.com, you will save money. Rockauto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules to brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or your daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. The rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Best of all, Prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Write Jerry, G-E-R-R-Y, in their how-did-you-hear-about-us box so they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. rockauto.com. Today on the Callahan Podcast, well, we know what BLM stands for. They are a uh, uh, an organization, a political organization devoted to ending capitalism and defunding the police and disrupting the family. And today, the United States is honoring BLM by uh, raising their flag above all 250-something of our embassies and consulates. We'll discuss that. I don't see a problem with that. Uh, at CNN, Rick Santorum is out for telling the truth. And, and Chris Cuomo, still there, still one of the big stars, despite breaking every rule in the book. We'll talk about the uh, corrupt Cuomo family. And uh, speaking of ethical, was that ethical, what Shannon Sharp did to Julio Jones? I mean, I'm glad he did it. We all know Julio Jones is out of Atlanta now, but... I'm not sure his pal, Shannon, uh, had his best interest in mind. We will play at that sound and discuss all of that today on the Callahan Podcast, brought to you by DCU. Why do DCU members love their free chicken accounts? It's simple. No monthly maintenance fees, no minimum balance, no strings attached. What's better is with direct deposit to their free checking account, DCU members can get paid up to two days early. Zero monthly maintenance fees, zero monthly balance, zero reasons not to switch. They will even remove the hassle of switching your direct deposits and automatic payments from your current checking account. Learn more and make the switch today at dcu.org slash free checking. Insured by NCUA, membership required. All right, Colin, let's do this. This is the Jerry Callahan Podcast. All right, the, uh, the chickens are fed, the kids are off to school, and um, Tom Shattuck is settling in here. And I got a question for you. I know you had a lot of chores to do, like all you farmers, all you 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 country folk, before you know before the sun comes up. Did you did you run your BLM flag up the up the pole this morning? Because that's important. 
Uh, we all, we're all in this together. You know, if there's anything that can unite the country, it's black lives matter. The organization, you know, capital B capital L capital M the organization, uh, Tony Blinken and I believe Joe Biden has already made it clear they want all the embassies, which is like a million embassies, to to put a, a to to fly the Black Lives Matter flag outside the embassies in honor of uh, the one year anniversary mm -hmm. of George Floyd's death, and I guess we'll find uh, you know the media will color, you know dance around it. None of the networks or. Local stations will even uh, f have a critical word. It's somehow it's like flying the you know wounded warrior flag or flying the uh, you know the, the the Girl Scouts of America flag. <laughs> it's like uh, nothing nothing controversial here. Just just a a, a outwardly uh, Marxist um, socialist uh, organization that has promoted violent uh, riots protests for a year. That group is going to be honored today by this country around the world. Well, not only that, Jerry, but it's it's not just a socialist, you know, anti-nuclear family symbol, but it's this admission by the administration that we are a racist country that right. hunts down minorities. So we go after Iran over human rights issues. All they have to do is point up at the flag and say, hey, you guys are wearing this on your sleeve. Don't go after us for human rights issues. You guys are killing black people in the streets. So well, we, got, like, we got lectured when yeah. they had that summit in uh, with Blinken and the lady with purple hair uh, up in Alaska. Uh, we got lectured by the Chinese Communist Party, literally face to face in this table up in Alaska. She started talking about uh, abuses, human rights abuses in this country and referenced Black Lives Matter. So this propaganda yeah. is, is is working. I mean, they're they're getting people around the country to hate America just like they do, you know, just they, to think of it as a, 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 a backwards racist place where, where black lives don't matter. Uh, when in fact, I mean, it, it's not that complicated. This isn't even debatable. The people uh, who founded black lives matter call themselves Marxist. You know, they, right. they, they wanted to uh, disrupt the nuclear family. They want to defund the police. We are honoring the group that wants to get rid of cops and prisons <laughs> and around the world today in our hundreds of embassies. It's so bizarre. Even if you're a, a fan of Black Lives Matter, you have to admit it's a political organization. It's highly political. You know, they take a stand, a very, very radical stand, and they take to the streets and they and they shout about it and 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 try to advance an agenda that's extremely radical, even if you just say, yeah, but that's, you know, I believe in what they do and, and you hang their banner or fly their flag. And it's not just, you know, protection. When a business puts a black lives matter banner in the window, it's protection. They don't want that yeah. window broken. I understand that. But when a person does it and you see it all the time, I tweeted last year, I was walking the beach up in Maine, this house, massive house. I don't know, probably a $3 million house. And they get, Two flags flying, American flag and Black Lives Matter flag. So this person living their second home is three million bucks. I assume they've taken advantage of the capital system, which BLM is against. They're against capitalism, even on their, you know, their most uh, tepid, uh, you know, demonstrations. They will tell you that it's not. They don't hide it. They, right. they, they took some of it off the website, but they don't hide it. Did you see the woman, the BLM leader who got shot in London? 
Yes. Um, shot in the head in this attack in London. I mean, they, you read about her. She was so, she wanted to, she wants to, she's not dead. She's alive. She says this at rallies. She wants to enslave white people. Yes. <laughs> because that's the only way to even the score after years of um, black people being enslaved. She wants to, and it's the usual list, defund the police, disrupt the family and capitalism. And mm -hmm. oh yeah, enslave all white people. So it, 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 it really we, does. We've it talked really here about how it's just the best marketing plan. There's no way the person with the $3 million home has read the Black Lives Matter agenda on their website. It's just a Well, I think, symbol. I think they've lost a little bit of support because people have woken up. At first, it was just a slogan, and that's all. You, do you favor Black Lives Matter? Of course. But I think over a year now of violent you know, demonstrations, protests, riots, where they've caused billions of dollars in damage, people have died, and it, it, it forced some people to read up. And when they read up, they said, holy crap, these people want to end capitalism. That's kind of a right. big deal in yeah. this country. And it's one, but it's one thing for these woke idiot celebrities like The Rock to give them money and, 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 and Ben Stiller and Steve Carell to give them money, which is kind of pathetic. Can you think of other, you know, radical political organizations who are out literally throwing rocks through windows and, you know, they, <laughs> they're worth well, hundreds of millions of dollars because corporations and celebrities give them money. It's, it's right. bizarre. That's one thing. If you're an idiot and you're a, a pander and puke, like again, these celebrities or these corporations, you know, that all the, all the woke corporations like Coke and Apple have given money to black lives matter to help, you know, in some cases bail them out after they uh, attack cops or destroy businesses. That's one thing, but we're talking about the government and we're talking about governments around the world, our government and their embassies around the world. And they're ordered to fly black lives matter again. If you just think it's a political organization, what other political organization would you support <laughs> in the flag? As somebody mentioned this, they were talking about it, I forget where. And they said, just say it's a Republican uh, administration. It's Trump. And he orders all the embassies to fly the NRA flag or to fly the, you know, whatever, the national right to life flag. Uh, <laughs> there would be outrage. And those yeah. organizations don't want to end capitalism. They don't want to get rid of the cops there. You could disagree with NRA and, and, and whatever right to life organizations, but you can't say that their agenda involves destroying businesses and ending capitalism. That group, the one that believes in that is being honored, essentially advanced, promoted <laughs> around the world. And uh, can you check this? Is it, one day, I think it's more than one day, right? Where we're going to fly this flag. By the way, where do they get that? They they have to send like hundreds of flags to all the embassies and make sure they run it up and take pictures. And, and, and the whole world's going to say, wow, things have really changed in the United States. They are promoting a Marxist organization for the, all the world to see. It's so bizarre. Right. Yeah. We're celebrating taking police protection away from black people as if it's a good thing. So when they say Black Lives Matter, so what they really mean is the, what, 30 unarmed black men killed by cops every year. Those are the only ones that matter. Right. None of the other black people shot, certainly in Chicago, when you can easily lose 50 uh, on a weekend. None of those matter whatsoever. And also, like these same people, that house in Maine, the beautiful house on the beach in Maine, 
you know that they're going to have solar panels very soon as part of the Green New Deal uh, made by slaves. Happily, admittedly, John Kerry went to Congress and said, yes, as a matter of fact, they, they will be made by slaves. And some of the um, wind turbines made by slaves, some of the parts in both of those things made from rare earth minerals mined by slaves. And we know it, but we're proud of it because it, we're yeah, just it, because, you know, climate justice, so, Jerry, climate justice is more important than human rights. It is amazing when John Kerry admitted that. And this is unusual. I thought he would just lie about it like he usually does. And he told the truth. Said, yeah, it's a, it's a problem. And then Joe Biden said they have different norms. They have different <laughs> norms. Yeah, you know, in Mississippi in eighteen forty, they just had different norms. You know, they enslaved human beings, beat them, used them like you know, traded them like cattle. Those were different norms. That's the the explanation from our uh, our uh, doddering uh, commander in chief. But this, I'm just looked this up. We got a hundred. And 63 embassies and 93 consulates around the world. I assume that those would be included. So you're two, talking 250 representatives of the United States government flying a flag for an organization devoted to ending capitalism. And real estate acquisition, Jerry. It is just for one day, you know, until, day. The, until the images of taking it down come out. And then, they, you know, you got to keep That's it up. True. Yeah, That's the backlash from that. But. Well, they got, you know, they had to buy 250 flags. They must, they're going to have to use them. You don't just use them once. But, <laughs> but there's, there will, there will be very little pushback or criticism because the one thing uh, messaging obviously for BLM has been brilliant. Whoever did it, I don't know if it was that crazy Marxist lady who's bought like 10 houses in the last couple of months, including, you know, she's out looking at real estate in the Bahamas and in the finest neighborhoods in Southern California. That's where your money's going rock. That's where your money's going. Apple and Amazon buying houses for the Marxist women who found the organization. Uh, but the uh, I, I can't imagine it'll be just one day. That wouldn't be, you know, I mean, let's be honest. It's a cause we can all get behind, right? We all want well, to remember, there used to be a gay pride day, then a oh. gay pride week, week. Now it's all month. Right, so, that's true. And it's a long month. It's not February. It's, it's, but it is, it is. And the, the, the incredible thing they've done and, and Colin mentioned the messaging again, brilliant, but they've, I don't think anyone has ever pulled this off where you feel they've made it not impossible, but difficult to question them or criticize them at any level. So if you see a demonstration where they're literally chanting, what do we want? Dead cops. When do we want them now? Mm -hmm. That was in New York City. Uh, that, that was on video. Yeah. You can find it. It's, it's they, not you know, just they, in New York City. It's all over the place. And they chant uh, pigs in a blanket, fry them like bacon. And they literally have a banner that says Black Lives Matter. And they have, you know, posters, Black Lives Matter. And they chanting about dead cops. That group somehow has garnered this support across the board you know, in, in this country. And if you criticize them, you are walking, you know, you, you are heading into dangerous territory. We all know that. I mean, you, you can't criticize a group that wants to end capitalism. It's a great, it's an incredible trick. And yeah. schools, I mean, when they're not studying, you know, uh, when kids aren't learning about how awful this country is and racist they are, they, they should learn one thing above all others about BLM is the brilliant marketing that they've done, messaging and marketing, where they can say the most radical things, support the most radical uh, 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 agenda, and 
you can't call them out on it. I mean, you literally, it's a political right. organization that if you criticize them, everyone kind of goes, holds their breath and says, oh, I hope he doesn't you know, go there. But but this, yeah. this thing about the family and the cops, that's on record. I mean, it's not, we're not making that up. Yeah, but they're not seeing it. They're not, I mean, I don't think they played those videos on the nightly news. You know, I don't think the person in the, my neighborhood who has a Black Lives Matter sign sees this shit from Twitter. They just see, you know, all they just see. Which the is amazing. They, 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 yeah. they've, they've intimidated the mainstream media uh, to, to either support them or ignore them. You know, not do any investigation at all. It, it, well, it's I think incredible. And, and how about this? While we're on it. Today, I believe, is today the day that George Floyd's family visits the White House. Now, tell me this. Do you think Joe Biden even knows who David Dorn is? If you asked him the name, David Dorn or Patrick Underwood, you know, just two innocent victims, law enforcement, Dorn was retired. Patrick Underwood was, was a law enforcement official in California, murdered by BLM uh, activists or not activists, uh, violent actors. Does Biden even, I, I mean, people are asking why wouldn't you invite David Dorn's family to the White House? Do you think he even knows who he is? Most people no. don't, right? Yeah, no, no, no. That's no, no. That the way he died. First of all, he was also killed by a black person, so uh, that that uh, offsets it. No, absolutely not. And you know, this couldn't have happened. First of all, obviously, we've been we're we're dumber than ever in the country. Nobody knows anything about history anymore. It, the younger generations are total wusses. Obviously, you can't get punched in a schoolyard fight without spreading the message on, you know, Instagram and right. everything else. Um, but also the Trump thing, you know, people who are intellectually lazy just believed the easy uh, you know, opiate of Trump being um, a, a Nazi. So the BLM thing was to show I'm all in against all the Nazis and slavery against this guy here. But it's crazy. It's people act. What pisses me off mostly is people act like the great reconciliation we're having last year. We're finally having these conversations. That's bullshit, man. People in the 1600s were having these conversations at the Constitutional Convention. Uh, you know, in Philadelphia, we were having these conversations about slavery. There was great debate on adding the words in the Constitution, uh, adding the words um, all men are created equal. You know, that was put in there for a reason. We've had abolitionists forever, and we had every state's rights argument in issue was really a slavery issue. You know, when we make, when we created new states, those were all slavery issues. When everything went to hell and we finally, it couldn't contain itself anymore, and we elected an abolitionist, seemingly abolitionist president, we had a freaking civil war. We had 400,000 soldiers dead, something like 700,000 yeah. altogether dead. 600, 618,000 dead. And then, you know, they talk about original sin. I would say that's a pretty, right. solid, pretty solid penance when you give up, like, virtually uh, a, a young man in every household, you know, a, a son yes. in every household essentially gave his life to end it. You can't find another country that paid a price like that to free a people they did it in this country and somehow that's not enough we still have to talk about the original sin uh which which right. happened you know but whatever, we've never uh, not talked about it jerry we've never not talked about it all ago. through jim crow right right we've people act like it's something new last year finally we're noticing that we have a history of slavery that's bullshit i mean we have been talking about this and dealing with this and reckoning with this for year, hundreds of years. Right. Anybody who says we need to have a conversation, just end it right there with that person. Because it sounds to me like you haven't put the work in. The, con actually, uh, the conversation never ends. You're right. I mean, it, uh, except if you want to criticize BLM or criticize. 
the White House for hosting George Floyd's family. You know, see how George Floyd's family got twenty-seven million. Shouldn't they? Shouldn't they host the party? <laughs> uh, but why wouldn't you reach out to David Dorn's family if you right. really want to unify? If you really want to reach out and bring everyone together, you don't honor <laughs> the family of George Floyd without mentioning the fact that lots of uh, innocent people, other innocent people, died in this summer of love. <laughs> and and yeah, yeah, again, there's lots of victims of crime. There's, as you point out, there's, no, there's a couple of Floyd. dozen couple of dozen in chicago every weekend last weekend uh, uh like a eight uh, nine days ago i think there was 46 people shot in chicago yes because it was the weekend that Lori lightfoot said you know, her priorities and said she's going to hold interviews one-on-one -on -one interviews but only with black or brown reporters so you have a blatantly racist mayor saying excluding one race one one reporter yes. group of reporters based on their race and this was just I, around the same time that a couple of children and 45 other people were shot in Chicago and no mention of it, no mention of it, no mention of it from, from LeBron James, no mention of it from, from Ben Crump, who I believe is going with, if I have this correct, Ben Crump is going with George Floyd's family to the white house. Is and <laughs> no, nobody's chronicled this better than turtle boy. Ben Crump is a serial liar. He lies about every case and hopes of creating mm -hmm. you know, civil unrest. He wants rioting and he'll lie about a case. Like he said, uh, you know, Michaela, um, you know, Bryant was unarmed, you know, and shot by the cop, uh, in Nicholas Reardon in Columbus, just a flat out lie. He said, Jacob Blake was unarmed, shot in the back by cops, unarmed man. And these lies are designed to, right. uh, you know, infuriate the masses and create. And so this man is not a respected, you know, uh, lawyer. He is a the ultimate uh, race hustler, whose whole life livelihood depends on uh, inflaming tensions. You're gonna have him at the White House <laughs> now. I'm, I'm I'm not positive. It's just he's talking for the family about the arrangement uh, of. Uh, meeting with Biden and others and, and a bunch of congressional leaders in DC. Uh, of course. I think he is. I think, um, why wouldn't he be there? Of course. He's probably the liaison to the white house. Seriously. I mean, no, in this case, Al Sharpton went to the white house like 200 times during, yeah. during, um, uh, the Obama administration, but it, it this will drive me nuts. Not because they're doing it. I know this was, this is what Joe Biden does this is i mean is why he talked about george's voting laws he wants to divide everyone he wants to mm -hmm. you know the to, to continue to promote the myth that this is a hopelessly racist country and worse yeah. than ever and worse than jim crow and all that it's all a lie and but it's a strategic lie um yeah. well, i shouldn't be surprised that ben crump is at the white house today but can't somebody call him out besides freaking turtle boy the weird Worcester blogger is doing the job of the entire mainstream media, the national media, pointing out that this is not a man to be respected. This is not the man to be honored with a visit into the freaking Oval Office. It's just incredible. Plus, since we've also had a, a bigger uh, a racist race crime since then, you know, Jerry, your favorite author, Nicole Hannah-Jones, didn't get tenure. Oh, I know. Didn't get tenure. She's got no experience. I always thought tenure came with experience, but what do I know? And uh, those poor kids at UNC, University of North Carolina, they won't get to learn from the uh, the woman herself, 
Well, they still get I, to learn. She just doesn't about, have tenure, Jerry. She's got a five-year gig still. Oh, so she's, oh, she's still doing it? Yes, absolutely. I insulted her to the point where she said, go screw. I don't need you. I, she's she's the biggest you know, con artist in the country. She can get, well, besides Ibrahim Kindi. Who I, I was walking, I was going through the checkout line at the grocery store. Boston Magazine has Ibrahim Kendi on the cover, honoring you know one of the great whatever leaders in Boston. It's incredible this this grifter, this liar who talks about you know this this awful country and critical race theory and how all white people are racist and all black people are victims. Just the most poisonous rhetoric is honored as one of the great leaders. Leaders of what? Leaders of the the revolution. I mean, it's 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 unbelievable. But uh, today, big day. You know, we'll hear more about how awful this country is and how awful the police are, and talking about uh, you know reforming the police and you know once uh, get rid of qualified immunity and all those awful chokeholds and everything. Everything will be better, right? In this country. I mean, crime will go down once you get rid of the cops, I think, right? Won't that- it, actually, it actually just hit me as you were talking about the flag, and I looked it up on my buddy's Instagram. It is uh, it is going to be the one-year anniversary of Blackout Tuesday uh, next week. Remember when they were posting the bla- just put black on all their posts? Of course, it, I did that. Ooh, I mean, <laughs> I mean you, know, you know I'm woke because I did that. That's one that. year. I mean, I did the know, fist in the I'll air. Show. I, haven't seen, I haven't seen anybody plugging that. Maybe they're giving the, the flag its due, but that was a lot of uh, anniversaries coming up. We got one year since they burned the police station to the ground. One year since they killed David Dorn, a 77 year old retired cop protecting his friend's pawn shop shot to death by BLM supporters for no reason. Uh, I mean, not that he doesn't matter. I mean, he doesn't matter. It's not like he was killed by a white cop. Uh, unfortunately, I mean, when you were, you know, like David Dorn's widow, I mean, you, tough break, two tough breaks. Mm-hmm. You lose your husband and he doesn't matter because he was killed by some some black uh, guy breaking in. Uh, it wasn't a white cop. If it were a white cop, Mrs. Dorn, you'd be famous. You'd be that famous. That was just a young man collecting on his rightful reparations, Jerry, and the business right. had insurance. So in a sense, it was suicide <laughs> by Dorn. <laughs> That's true. Insurance. Insurance pays it. What's the big yeah. deal? You know, we have a we have a uh, uh, attorney general in Massachusetts who when asked about the fires that the looters were setting, she said, That's how forests forests grow. An attorney general who supported people burning small businesses to the ground. If you need any more evidence how that this is one screwed up country right now, this is a elected official. And and by the way, the the person who will be prosecuting Kim Potter, the cop who accidentally shot uh, uh, a, a black suspect who was resisting, thought it was a taser, clearly just, you know, I mean, big, big, big mistake, but he's going to be prosecuting her. Keith Ellison, Keith Ellison, a supporter of Louis Farrakhan, a, a complete uh, radical who hates America. He's going to be leading the prosecution of this this woman who's already been, you know, booted off the police force. My prediction, you want my prediction for the Kim Potter case? She's going to be acquitted and then immediately arrested by the Biden Justice Department, charged with hate crimes and convicted of that. So she'll go to prison and everyone will be happy. You think she'll be acquitted? Yeah. Well, I heard Dershowitz analyzing this and he said, you can't, you can make a mistake. I mean, you, she'll be overcharged, right? By Ellison. That's what he does. And if you can prove she made a mistake, it's like a surgeon making a mistake in surgery. You can't convict him if he just made an, an, a, an honest mistake. And I heard Dershowitz say they can make that case 
I mean, they might convict her of some lesser charge, but it won't be enough. Say they convict her of some lesser charge. And uh, uh, Keith Ellison's not happy. And obviously, the Biden, the, before she leaves, you know, before they take her away, they'll they'll charge her with whatever hate crime. That That's what they were going to do to uh, For, Chauvin. Um, Chauvin. Yeah, but Jerry, do you think that this jury is going to see Molotov cocktails in their neighborhoods and pigs yeah, heads and blood smeared right. houses? I think the jur the jury is going to get the point that this is not a choice. Yeah, we that's you're probably right. It just I mean, if I, I, I'm, I'm exaggerating, they will convict. Here's my point. They will convict her of something no matter what, no matter the evidence. That's you know, Keith Ellison's not looking yep. for, you know, blind justice. Keith Ellis is looking for blood. He wants her ass and he's going to get it, even though. We all know what happened. We heard it. We saw it. I mean, it's all on video. She made a, a, a fatal mistake. She thought it was her taser. It's a stupid mistake. And she deserves uh, to be fired. And, and she deserves to be convicted of, of whatever the crime is, you know, whatever it is by law. Of course. And he'll, he'll want to charge her, you know, with, with everything he can come up with, including hate crimes. Yeah. And, you know, um, we'll, you know, it won't matter. Won't matter that uh, you know uh, he was resisting and all. You know, all that and you know, violent felon. That won't matter. Of course, it'll just be her being a racist cop, Kim Potter being a racist cop, and maybe we'll learn more about her. Maybe she is racist, but I'm going to guess that even a jury in Minneapolis that's intimidated or uh, is going to be uh, thinking that's. She, she made that's clear. She thought it was her taser. She right. thought it was a taser. She, she used said, Oh, shit, after she did, <laughs> she shot him. I mean, she yelled taser. Yeah. It, 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 I don't know how you refute that in court. I mean, you're going to just say, No, she you know, only did it because he's black or you did it because she's racist. I mean, what are you going to say beyond she made a mistake? I don't know. But speaking well, of one year anniversaries, Jerry, can the Boston police take the MBTA yet? That's or a good least, question. Can they go to the bathroom at Berkeley School? <laughs> <laughs> right. A lot of cop hating went on last year at this time. Oh, last year, post Memorial Day. A lot of cop hating. And they still say it matter of factly that cops are the problem. And I'm I'm just reading about, you know, the George Floyd family coming to the White House. And it's going to be about the George Floyd uh George Floyd uh Reform and Policing Act, whatever they that that's what this uh day is going to be about. George Floyd Justice in Policing Act, which is uh, uh, obviously um, uh, a way to you know hamstring the cops and and make their life more difficult, as if it's not difficult enough. And by the way, get lots of them to retire, you know, and go yeah. away. <laughs> it's not good, not good for the country, not good as you point out for uh, people in uh, minority neighborhoods. They're gonna have less cops, fewer cops. I'm sorry, fewer cops, and the cops who are there are going to be a lot more reluctant to to do their jobs. They're going to, oh, yeah. I mean, they're going to sit yeah. in the cruiser and say, gee, you know, that, that guy looks awfully fast. I don't think I'm going to chase him today. You know, you're right. And among other things happening, there was a one report in, in Connecticut, and this is happening through the country is, is it cops now about like a, almost a third of the time now when they're pulling people over the pe the person in the car just keeps on going. <laughs> And has no regard. Maybe it's a fourth, but it's a huge number now. People are not afraid, not have no respect for the cops in the communities because they know the cops aren't going to pursue them. And if they are, they're not going to drag them out of a car. You know, if well, you, you know that in there's a lot of radical DAs in, you know, we often hear about Philadelphia or LA, that guy's going and these guys dropping charges, you know, 
lessening the the charges, uh, uh, letting people go. It, it it's out of control in these cities, and one of the things that they're decriminalizing in some of these cities uh, is, <laughs> including Boston. I talked to a cop about this. We have a radical DA, Rachel Rollins, just like they do in Philly and LA and so many other cities, is resisting arrest. <laughs> so there's no price to be paid for running. There's no price nope. to be paid for just saying, screw this and take it off. Um, <laughs> except maybe the cop will grab his gun instead of his taser and you'll end up dead, but you're not going to be charged with anything if you don't, if they don't shoot you. If you just run, either two things happen, either you get away or they catch you and they can't add the charge of resisting. Think of how insane that is. I mean, it's crazy. They're decriminalizing a lot of things, including shoplifting. And we've seen the stats in places like uh, San Francisco and Boston, LA, where there's, you know, a spike in shoplifting because there's no, there's no downside. There's no risk. You get caught, they let you go. But if you get caught and you know, you know have some, you know, a warrant or something, you might as well run. Why not? Yeah. <laughs> Just run for it. But uh, anyway, big day. Everyone's uh, going to be uh, thinking back on that wonderful summer of love last year. Wasn't it great? I mean, watching the city burn and watching all these small businesses get destroyed by this group, this organization, which is being honored today. Right. Which got world. a hall pass from the coronavirus, remember? Well, well that's a good point. Right. right. And your uh, favorite to love interest, Lori Lightfoot, remember, she also gave herself a hall pass to get a haircut. We didn't work, but yes. <laughs> we we might have been the only people uh, on the Internet who were doing a live watch along, like how everybody does it for the you know sporting events. We were doing a live watch along for the BLM protest in Boston. Remember that? Mm -hmm. I believe. Right? Turtle boy. They burned one police guy. That was it. We got off. Really? We thought it was, we th we was going to get bad. There were moments yep. that we thought it was going to get real and bad. I, you know, I went around the city up at Newbury street after that, and there were, you know, broken windows and there was a lot of boarded up businesses, but it wasn't, we didn't, uh, uh, you know, join the club of, of, uh, Minneapolis and Seattle and Kenosha and all these other places where they destroyed blocks, blocks of small businesses and homes of minority owned businesses. And for that, they're being rewarded today. They're being honored around the world, uh, by, uh, the Biden administration. If you thought, the, the world was upside down and making no sense. Um, yeah. And it's interesting, Jerry, because Black Lives Matter is, yet. they are proactively pushing for Jim Crow laws. They want segregation. They want discrimination, just like Lori Lightfoot with her only black, uh, you know, reporters can come in here. They are absolutely for um, segregation and discrimination. Literally, they want it everywhere. They push for it in colleges. They want black only houses. They want, I mean, it, there's no end. This Lori Lightfoot thing that what she did, I think that's just one of many. How can you not be Amherst College and look at that and say, wait, why aren't we doing something like this? <laughs> Making a bold statement right here to fix the past, to reconcile with the past. Let's absolutely do it. And, you know, and it's actually happening. You look at schools, all of the really great schools in New York City. You know, they're all the entrance exams are going right out the window. You know, you're just destroying these institutions in the name of, you know, equitable uh, outcomes. And uh, we're applauding ourselves for doing it, for just destroying everything. Yay. Great. Uh, all right. There's a couple of, I didn't even want to spend that much time on that, but it is today. It is a big day around the world. There's a few other things I want to get to with you, Shattuck. Um, I, I, I heard about 
uh, Rick Santorum getting fired by CNN. And then I heard, you know, he said something over the top. And I thought maybe it was, you know, criticizing BLM or maybe <clears throat> maybe criticizing uh, Chris uh, Andrew Cuomo. That's uh, not allowed at CNN or maybe it's, I don't know, doing something like saying you love your country. They don't allow that at CNN. But it's even more absurd. I mean, literally, Rick Santorum did said nothing uh, offensive, over the top. Uh, even it, you can't even twist it, bend it, mutilate it, make it seem like he said anything offensive. He was talking about history, history of the country, and he talked about you know the the settlers coming from Europe, uh, escaping rig religious persecution, <clears throat> and he said the establishment of the uh, of America of this country had nothing to do with Native Americans. The and and it, it, I mean it. it it, you can say that's that's awful, that's terrible, but you can't say he was he was uh, lying or, or exaggerating or making something up, can you? I mean, we can play what Santorum said to get fired. Mm -hmm. Can you explain to me where he crossed the line? If you think about this country, I don't know of any other country in the world that was settled predominantly by people who were coming to practice their faith. They came here because they were not allowed to practice their particular faith in their own country. And so they came here mostly from Europe and they set up a country that was based on Judeo-Christian principles. When I say Judeo-Christian, the Mosaic laws, 10 commandments and the teachings of Jesus Christ, the morale, the morals and, and teachings of Jesus Christ. That's, that's what our founding documents are based upon. It's in our DNA. You know, if you think of other countries like Italy and Greece and China and Turkey and places like that, they've all sort of changed over time. I mean, they've been, they've been there for, cent for millennia in many cases. And their culture has sort of evolved over time. But not us. We came here and created a blank slate. We, we birthed a nation. From nothing. I mean, there's nothing here. I mean, yes, we have Native Americans, but, if, but candidly, that, that, there isn't much Native American culture in American culture. It, it was born of the people who came here pursuing religious liberty to practice their faith, to live as they ought to live, and have the freedom to do so. Religious liberty. That, that got Rick Santorum, a uh, contributor to uh, CNN for, I believe, four and a half years, token conservative, kind of a milk toast guy, not a real bomb tosser. That got him fired. Now, I know what the objectionable part was, but it's, I, it's, I'm sorry to, you know, nitpick, but it's true. I mean, what he said is true. He, he, when he said candidly, you know, the Native American culture didn't have a lot to do with the American culture and the establishment of, of, of this new world, this mm -hmm. new country. That got him fired. Right. And it's absolutely, <laughs> obviously, he's right. I mean, the to, to borrow a term from this administration, Jerry, the country's North Star was the Enlightenment principles, was European Enlightenment. You know, it was, uh, you know, science and reason. And these are things that they brought over from Europe. These are not things that were here previously. That's crazy to think that. Right. I mean, it's, you can think about it, Tom. They, they're acting like the founding fathers, like inc included, you know, Native Americans. They were sitting at the table when they, you know, drew up the the, the Bill of Rights, and he's 
pointing out that that's not how it works. And they, they it, it, it's, it's scary when people get fired for expressing their opinion that might be a little, you know, offensive to, to somebody out there that might, they might feel like, uh, you know, hurt, an opinion, you know, hurt their feelings and, and, you know, someone gets fired like, and you know, we've gone through this, you know, from whatever to, for the last year, this, this incredible force of uh, cancel culture. But what he just said sounded like a history teacher, right? I mean, he just right. could have been reading from a history book. Right. There's no opinion there at all. <laughs> Was there? Did I, mean, did I miss it? No. And I mean, you could say that certainly having um, uh, partnerships and allied with uh, Native Americans, you know, sustained early colonists and settlers in certain areas. And that's true. We also were at war with them. They were at war with each other. But they did not have there were no enlightenment principles here with Native Americans. There are some tribes that had uh, something that, re that resembled democracies. But no, I'm sorry. It's just dumb to say. It's like I mean, who's you could that? say that's too bad. That's awful the way we treated them. We should have brought them in and and and, and you know assimilated, have them assimilate with us and and, and know, many many did. I mean, I mean, you could say that if you want, mm -hmm. but you can't say stating you know truth, you know fundamental truth and facts about that era is offensive. It's just bizarre that that's the point we've reached. And by the way. Ironic, I guess, or notable that uh, at the same time that um, Rick Santorum was being fired for uh, from CNN for telling the truth, and he went on Hannity. I don't know if you saw it last night. Said, "I have no hard feelings." He's such a lightweight when it comes yeah. to this. I wanted him to, you know, go all Matt Gates and just fire back. Instead, he says, "You know, it's their right to fire me. They could do that if they'd like. They just fired you for nothing." You're right. going to sit there and take it. That's not how it works. You could say everyone knows they have a right to do it. Nobody's saying they did anything illegal, but you could kick, you could fight back. You could punch back and say, they fired me for stating a historical facts. It, and you could at least make right. them the bad guy, but yeah. he won't do it. He said, I mean, and, and, you know, Hannity's like telling, you know, you know, you're, you're a free agent or something. You could, I'm like, you really want to hire that guy? He's, he's such a, a I mean, He's not a fighter in this day and age. Cable news, you need a fighter, and he ain't one. Uh, I like Santorum just fine, but it, it, but I mean, tells you all you need to know about CNN. I mean, it's there, the one Republican is now out. The Republican before that, Jeffrey Lord, mockingly did the Heil Hitler thing, talking about other people acting like fascists. You on CNN, you're allowed to throw out Nazi references left and right as long as the target is Republicans or Donald Trump. Right. But no, there's no any infraction at all. And the emails start coming and the the to the, the, the CNN management gets mentioned in tweets and they panic and they just call everybody. I don't even know. Where is the conservative on CNN? Is, is there one? Uh, anywhere? Uh, what is Jennifer oh. Rubin on there? Where's she? <laughs> uh, uh, Anna, what's her name? And uh, um, David from Anna Cabrera. <laughs> and, uh, uh, there is none. And that's, you know Wilson, that's, baby, Jerry. that's the way it should be. They, 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 they put a conservative. It's not a real conservative. They're not going to have a real, you know, fighter on there. They're not going to have, uh, you know, what if Dan Bongino show up and, 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 and put them all, you know, you know just, just beat them all about well, the head and face. When it was a real network, I mean, you had Pat Buchanan on CNN. You had I Tucker mean, Carlson on CNN yes. <laughs> with his bow tie. Um, but uh, now it's just, you know, they're preaching to the choir. That's it's just noise for their own their own people. They don't, they're not reaching out. They don't want to expand their audience. They want to, you know, they want to talk to the cult and continue to uh, 
to indoctrinate and brainwash and uh, uh, truth be damned. Here's how you know it's not journalism. It's not, they're not, uh, it's not a real news network. Is Chris Cuomo, we found out, and, and I, I know Chris Cuomo is important to CNN. He's on every night and he's against uh, Hannity, correct? Is he on at nine or eight? I can never remember. Um, I think nine. But, Maddow's, no, no, she's MSNBC. I think nine. I'm not sure though. Uh, <laughs> I see clips of him. I don't watch the show. Yeah, because he, he hands off. To he's Don, nine. Yep. Nine and Don Lemon's 10. But Don Lemon, <clears throat> we got to admit, whole new deal with Don Lemon. I mean, they just completely redid the show. It used to be late. It used to be tonight with John Lemon, and now it's Don Lemon tonight. <laughs> they they revamped everything. It just, I mean, it's a whole, it's so fresh and different. I'm watching it now that it's Don Lemon tonight. Those anyway. are good, those are good consultant ideas right there. It's soft <laughs> launches. Soft launches work. These are yes. guys that pay dividends in the end. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. Is he dressing differently or anything? They different, you know, logos or whatever. But uh, you know, Our um, team. and and but Chris Cuomo, he but if it were a news network, even if it were you know a liberal news network and it had any, some kind of credibility, Cuomo would have been out on his ass a long time ago. We know. We know the governor of New York uh, took part or led a cover-up. We know it. He covered up the numbers in, in New York on the COVID deaths in nursing homes. We know that. Obviously, the crime, the cover-up's terrible. The crime was worse. He put COVID patients in the nursing homes and killed off at least 15,000 senior citizens. You don't get bigger scandals than that. I've said it all along. The biggest political scandal in, in, in American history, um, literally killing a bunch of uh, innocent, helpless senior citizens. Anyway, and he covered it up. And then we found out he's a, a an absolute pig and a predator, grabbing everything. And in in, you know, in, in any female under thirty in his office, he was making the moves on. He's been accused, credibly accused, by what, uh, 10, 12 women at this point. Who knows? Um, you know, even Democrats have said he's got to go. Just a disgrace, absolute disgrace. A liar, a bully, an awful, awful uh, elected official. He was meeting with his brother, who's uh, a national net, uh, cable news host, on strategy to help him through the scandal. Now, clearly, he's got handlers and he's got uh, you know staff who who did that. They included an anchor on CNN who's <laughs> who covers politics. Biggest scandal, in my opinion, in political history, U.S. political history. Um, and there's you know what tens of thousands of survivors of grieving widows, children who can attest to that. And the guy helping him through it, shepherding him through the scandal was an anchor on a cable news channel at nine o'clock who refused to talk about the story. Now, Shattuck, you've, you've been around a little bit. I've been around a little bit. I can't imagine that how that is not a fireable offense. How is it not the breaking the cardinal rule that may, how is it not you I mean literally participating in a cover-up designed to keep this off the news, out of the newspapers, off cable news? That's what it's for. And a guy who's a host on a cable news channel is participating in the meetings, clandestine meetings, to make sure that the media didn't grab this and run with it. It's incredible that, yeah. that Chris Cuomo did this, and he 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 rationalizes everything by saying, "I love my brother." Blah blah blah. <laughs> but he did this, and he survived. And you know, the only punishment was 
Here, here's the punishment as far as I could tell from CNN. You're not allowed to cover your brother anymore. Well, his whole point of meeting with his brother and strategizing was to get people to not cover Andrew Cuomo. The punishment right. for Chris Cuomo is, and he, you know, he covered him every day when he was the love gov, you know, and single and ready to mingle and all that. I like the big Q-tip, Jerry. Q-tip, that was he, was he was there covering it every day. But then when his brother got in trouble, they said, no, you can't cover your brother. And he was like, fine. Then now I don't, have, I don't have a dilemma. I don't have to worry about it. And, and CNN spent very little time covering the most right. corrupt politician in the United States. How is Chris Cuomo so important that that is not enough to kick his ass off the air? No, that's that's more egregious than cooking a story, as far as I'm concerned, because that's ongoing coverage. That's a continuing narrative involving multiple deaths and or sexual uh, harassment. And he's in there coaching a guy with some juice at CNN as well. So who knows what other influence he had in broadcast programming decisions there. That's the cardinal sin of of reporting what he did there. He it's, there's it's, no- it's not debatable. I mean, it's not defensible, defendable, defensible. And you think about it, you couldn't have you could have the most liberal, you know, professor have some, you know, journalism professor from I don't know, Wesleyan or Amherst and they would say, no, that crosses the line. No, you can't do that, even though they probably you know, love Cuomo and think he's wonderful because you know he believes in uh, abortion in the fourth trimester and every other crazy left wing. They, they know that the host of a show on CNN broke all the rules, crossed all, mm-hmm. and, and yet he survives. We could play his explanation. I know you have it there, Dave. And, you know, it's... Isn't it, by the way, isn't it worse than that? I think I read that they urged him not to resign from the position. It wasn't that they're, you know, we're talking about they should have fired him, obviously, but they're literally begging him to stay because he was considering resigning. I think, I think that's, I read that uh, over the weekend. I don't, I don't, you really think Chris Cuomo, you know, this half-wit, you know, uh, you know, was going to quit CNN, was probably making two million bucks and do what? Uh, But also, Jerry, you know, I talked to you, know, you've had VB on Doug Gowdy on before, and he's over in Albany right now. And I just talked to him a couple of days ago. And apparently Andrew calls everybody and threatens them, including all the legislatures. We've heard some of that already, you know, it threatens them to ruin them. You know, if that guy calls you and you're a 25 year old, you know, Columbia grad at CNN, you answer the phone. If Andrew Cuomo calls you and tells you to lay off my effing brother, you punk, or I'll destroy you, those, those pussies can't handle that. There's no, no. way. I mean, the, no, he's I, an old-fashioned bully. Every time you hear more stories about Cuomo, you realize it goes so much deeper. He's been there for years now. Is is uh, is he in his third term or something? You know, he's been there for like twelve years. He's he's just a just a vindictive, mean, you know. Uh, bully who you know bullies young women 25 women 40 years younger than he is anybody that uh, i mean i mean think of his book he got somehow they they laundered money and got him you know whatever it is three or four five million bucks and he ordered his staff to write it (laughs) i mean that's not their job i mean and and then did he give them money because he made a fortune probably not i doubt it you know just ordered these people who are, you know, trying to change the world. They're, you know, probably ideologues, like you point out, came out of the, the Kennedy School of Government, and they want to change the world. And they, Here, 
write a chapter about how, how great I was last, you know, last May and in, in all those wonderful press conferences I gave, those Emmy award-winning press conferences. He's just the worst. And I know we've talked about it with Janice Dean and others about, um, I mean, just how, how, how corrupt he is, but he's still there. You know, he survived. He refused and he's to. he's polling well. He, yeah, he's polling fine. He's thinking about running for re-election. Probably will. What else is he going to do? And he, not sure he could have done it without the expert uh, advice of his brother who never uh, uh, came clean, never told the world what he was up to, was sneaking around helping this yeah. corrupt you governor survive. It's, it's like the, it's, it's like the Bulgers, you know, it's, it's like Billy helping out Whitey. Yeah. And you know, I don't think, I don't think Andrew Cuomo's killed quite as many people as, uh, as Whitey, but would you be surprised if there were a body in his trunk? I mean, let's be honest. <laughs> he's, he's, a, he's, he's a scary guy. But uh, let's hear from uh, and uh, Chris on why he, you know, kept this from his viewers and why he is uh, not resigning. If you'll remember, I told you back in the beginning of March, I can't cover my brother's troubles. It wouldn't be fair. And you got it then. And I appreciate you understanding. Now, today, there are stories out there about me offering my brother advice. Of course I do. This is no revelation. I have said it publicly, and I certainly have never hidden it. I can be objective about just about any topic, but not about my family. Those of you who watch this show get it. Like you, I bet my family means everything to me, and I am fiercely loyal to them. I'm family first job second but being a journalist and a brother to a politician is unique and a unique challenge and i have a unique responsibility to balance those roles it's not always easy and people can say and write what they want but i want you to know the truth how i helped my brother also matters when my brother's situation became turbulent being looped into calls with other friends of his and advisors that did include some of his staff, I understand why that was a problem for CNN. It will not happen again. It was a mistake because I put my colleagues here who I believe are the best in the business in a bad spot. I never intended for that. I would never intend for that. And I am sorry for that. It's also important for you to understand not only do I not cover this here, I've never tried to influence this network's coverage of my brother. In fact, I've been walled off from it. This is a unique and difficult situation, and that's okay. I know where the line is. I can respect it and still be there for my family, which I must. I have to do that. Okay, that he's, he's almost as big a narcissist as his big brother i mean these are just two vile people two yep. people who've you know been uh, uh advanced in life and uh, ascended in life because of their name their last name because of their father this guy is talking in in hopes of gaining some sympathy about family first family family do you imagine being one of the tens of thousands of families whose loved one is dead because of that a-hole's big brother and watching him talk about the importance of family. Yeah. When Andrew Cuomo put these coronavirus positive patients in nursing homes, killing thousands, even though the comfort ship was there, even though the Javits Center was there, empty, 
because he didn't want to give Donald Trump the W. That's why he did it. That was his motivation. He didn't want to give Trump the W. So tens of yep. thousands of senior citizens are dead. And this little weasel is talking about, I know where the line is. I never crossed the line. He had meetings with the most corrupt politicians in America to help him save his job. I don't know. I don't give a damn if they're you know best buddies. That is crossing any line, every line. That is in incredible. That's the cardinal sin of journalism. I mean, yeah. he is. He was lying by omission every night by not covering the story, honestly. And worse than that, he was helping his brother find ways to keep that story out of the, the headlines. But yeah, anyway. when the comfortship stuff was happening, Jerry, Chris was doing PR for him on a daily basis, on a daily basis. When suddenly there was bad news coming out of Albany, suddenly they wouldn't let Chris uh, cover him. I can't do it. I can't. Bull, if you're a real news organization, you get him out there and make him eat shit. Make him cover his brother and with the negative stories. But obviously, it's not a real organization. These these people are just right. corrupt uh, and in bed. So. And by the way, he wasn't just giving the advice. He was getting special treatment. They remember they were sending right. doctors out to the out to the Hamptons to give uh, Chris uh, give it Chris Cuomo you know uh, special COVID uh, tests when they weren't even available. People in nursing homes couldn't get them. People dying couldn't get tested. And right. yet, and, and yet, this, this this weasel was getting tested, and so were the rest of his family and friends. I mean, Cuomo is corrupt on so many levels. You reach the point where you say, if he can't, we can't get his ass out of office, get his ass in handcuffs. There's no hope. Yeah, <laughs> and remember, while Chris Cuomo is getting tested, he's also put, pulling a charade right. that he's isolated in this house which was found to be untrue because he threatened a guy who rode a bike on his property <laughs> and CNN went along with it. It had him emerge from downstairs. Finally showing what could happen. If you, you know, buckled down and showed some resolve. Don't, don't forget Chaddock. Oh, kind of sweaty. Just worked out. It happens. <laughs> My favorite quote from Chris Cuomo or uh, Chris Cuomo. Oh, kind of sweaty. Just worked out. It happens. Oh yeah. It happened. I mean, uh, doesn't he just seem like just an awful person? Like if you hang out, hung out with him, it would always be about him. If you had a beer with him, it'd spend two hours talking about him and what he did that day for a workout and what he benched and what he did at work. <laughs> and, you know, uh, everything would be about him and his probably about his brother and uh, they're, they're screwing him. And he wouldn't, I mean, he, he, he wouldn't even, you could have, you know, your, your, your family member on death's doorstep, he wouldn't know he wouldn't care. That's the kind of guy he is, doesn't he? He has friends, but he doesn't have friends. He has connections. And all all that matters is him, his family, his job, his his convertible, his uh, you know, cool cutlass convertible where he's driving around wearing a mask outdoors <laughs> by himself in a convertible. <laughs> Nothing's on the level with the Cuomos. They're just so corrupt. But I told you about the I told you about the inauguration when we were waiting to get in and every single morning show morning TV, morning radio, everybody, there's probably hundreds of people waiting to get in to the media center. He is the only one throwing a hissy fit. Every network <laughs> is there, every production crew, everybody realizes that, you know, whoever the security knows who's waiting to get in. And he's the only guy causing a problem. It was it was remarkable to watch. Yeah, I mean, just no no surprise. There's nothing that would surprise you. Uh, nothing that these two weasels did, or you know, nothing. No level of corruption is surprising anymore. They both got to go. Did you know that Shea Concrete is the largest manufacturer of recon retaining wall systems in North America? Well, you do now. In fact, in 2020, 
Shea set a new company record when they man- manufactured 178,000 square feet of retaining wall. This is a testament to Shea's legendary teamwork from engineering to manufacturing to dispatch and delivery. As the guys at Shea like to say, teamwork makes the teamwork. They do. I've seen them. I've been around them when they say that. Shea Concrete's high-performing precast concrete retaining walls stand up to New England's active climate and come in a wide variety of shapes, designs, and textures to meet your retaining wall needs. So whether you need a residential, a commercial, or an industrial application, Shea has a dedicated team that will assist you with conceptual design, site walks, and installation. Let Shea show you the way. Call Shea Concrete at 800-696-SHEA. That's 800 696 S-H-E-A, or just log on to SheaConcrete.com. What's better than courtside seats? Free sports on Pluto TV. Hey, sports fans, get all your sports free on Pluto TV. Pluto TV is your home for sports. Watch 24-7 channels of MLB, MLS, MMA, sports news and analysis, plus documentaries, TV shows, and movies, all for free. No signups, no fees, no contracts, ever. Download the free Pluto TV app on any device. Anyway, a couple more things I want to get to, Shattuck. I want your take on the, the ethical um, line here. You know who Julio Jones is, Shattuck? I know you're a big football guy. Of course, yes. He yeah, is the uh, backup yeah. tight end for the, um, <laughs> the Argonauts, the best, I believe. Jerry. One of the best wide receivers in uh, the NFL, one of the best wide receivers ever, and he's mm-hmm. with the Atlanta Falcons. He's been with them his whole career. He was there when the Falcons blew the 28 to three. He's a phenomenal receiver. I believe he's had three or four 250 yard receiving games. No one else has had more than one. I, I don't think he's just a, a incredibly productive uh, receiver. He wants out, no longer wants to play with Matty Ryan. And we weren't quite sure because he's, you know, he say, he's a lunatic. Clearly. Didn't he say he wanted to play with Cam Newton? Wasn't there a quote out there? Oh, Jesus. I don't know about that. But if he is, then you have to question his sanity. Forget, you know, being emotionally paralyzed. That's being just completely out of your mind. If you want to play with maybe he wants to play with Mac Jones and it's, you know, not the he can't admit it. He says, I want to play with Cam Newton until Mac Jones beats him out, like in the third week of preseason. But he, he gets a phone call from Shannon Sharp and why anyone would take a phone call from Shannon Sharp beyond me, but beside the point. And Shannon Sharp doesn't tell him he's on the air and talks to him about getting traded or wanting to get traded. And and Julio Jones flat out admits, I'm out of there. He wants out of Atlanta and leaves no doubt. And you know he leaves no doubt because I don't think he thought this was actually on the record. Not only was it on the record, Shattuck, it was on the air. Uh, we can play it, but tell me if you think this is ethical. We call? Okay, we are right, calling. We're calling. We're calling. Hmm. You watching, Julio? I really hope he answers here. Julio, have the guts to pick up the phone. <laughs> What's happening? Yeah. All right. Julio. Hold on, hold on. Let me put you on. <laughs> Can you hear me? I got you. This is your favorite uncle. What's going on, bro? Man, nothing much. I'm about to go meet up with my brother. What's happening with you? Man, look. You want to go to the Cowboys, Julio? Or you want to stay in Atlanta? <laughs> Oh, man, nah, I'm out of there, man. You out of there? He's out of there. Are you going to... You, ideally, where would you like to go? Um, right now, I'm just... See, I want to win. Okay. Yeah. We don't go to Dallas. If you go to... You ain't winning in Dallas, Julio. 
Nah, you already, man, listen, come on, man. You already know, I know. Okay. Can you remind him we're on television? Ask me why I wore the Dallas. Listen, sure. listen. You know how people is, man, with all that going right. on with the, the picture? Yeah. yeah. And all that stuff like that. Okay. Man, I ain't never been on that. You know what I'm saying? Okay. That's good to know. Yeah. Julio, I'll talk to you later. Thanks for calling me back. We on air, but I appreciate you calling me, dog. You know I know my nephew was going to pick up. <laughs> Oh yeah, nah, nah, yeah. I ain't, I ain't going, I ain't going to Dallas, man. I never thought about going to Dallas. Okay, I appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's no doubt he did not think he was live on the air, yeah. and uh, um, you have to, you can't do that. I think that's like against the law. There'll be no charges or anything. But I wonder, you know, how Julio Jones feels about you know his uncle Shannon Sharp now. Does he, is he ever going to trust him again? Not that it matters if you're Fox Sports One. You say good job. Yeah. Good job, Shannon. I mean, you know, so the rule was when I was at the Herald that not only would you, first of all, you would never offer anybody to be off the record. But if they said off, this is off the record, then you still didn't have to be off the record. Right. You could still, if you were silent, you know, you had to consent to it. Uh, but and that was also kind of dissuaded, you know, don't just jump it. Don't throw that out there, you know, as much as possible. So, you know, reporters are taught to be cagey, but this he just blew his friend up at this time. This was just absolute friendly fire. This is terrible. But but the answer to the big question is in if you're Atlanta, I don't think there's any going back now. <clears throat> as I always say, when a superstar wants out, he gets out. And, if, and that's the problem they have in Green Bay with a. With Aaron Rodgers, it could be under contract. You know, they could they could be desperately uh, wanting to keep him. But superstars that don't want to be somewhere, they get their way. They don't ever say, suck it. You're playing with us. That's, you know, might work in, you know, in high school. It might work with in, in college. Uh, it doesn't work in the NFL. If you're good enough and valuable, they, they kick and scream and they get their way. So Julio Jones will be traded probably for a first-round pick. He's 32. But I think uh, he's got plenty left. And, uh, I mean, again, he wants to win. I don't know why. Or, you know, they're going to win in New England. They're going to I mean, maybe not win the Super Bowl. And, again, I think Mac Jones will be the quarterback. So maybe he would make sense in New England. But it's Julio Jones. There's going to be other bidders. There's going to be whatever, four, five, six teams bidding on him. So the price will be high. <clears throat> Last season he was hurt but still managed uh, – 51 catches in nine games. Um, his numbers are just off the charts. He's like the all time. He averages 95 yards receiving per game in his career. One, two, three, four, five, five times he's averaged over 100 yards per game in his career. He's a phenomenal player. Uh, um, his love, yaks are through the roof too, Jerry. Sure, I mean, he's fat. He's stuck. He's just a real. There were reports yesterday. I know you just said he's. You know, they're looking for a first rounder. There were reports that they were trying to get a first rounder in advance of the uh, in the in advance of the draft. So he was already out of there, whether this happened or not. But it is funny to see because I, I feel like Shannon Sharp goes viral more than ESPN goes viral. Yet right. nobody on planet Earth knows that he has a television show, which is wi which is wild to me. So. Yeah. Nobody watches that show. And, uh, nobody. Nobody watches the show. And uh, Skip Bayless gets paid six and a half million per year. I'm gonna guess Shannon Sharp's got to be making what three? Uh, probably. Yeah. Because fortune. And you're right. He, he makes more viral moments than anyone, maybe than Stephen A. Stephen A. 
uh, he's, he competes. Stephen A was blasting LeBron James again yesterday, which is always amazing on ESPN because that station exists to promote LeBron, but questioning LeBron, why he won't uh, promote the vaccine. I'm so tired of this. You want to promote the vaccine? Go ahead. You don't, don't. I mean, you're not obligated as a celebrity. It's like when Brian Steltler was ripping Tucker Carlson and Sean Hannity and Laura Ingram because they didn't post selfies with their bare arms getting jabbed. <laughs> I mean, if they want to do it, they do it. This is that's that's not your freaking business, Brian Stetler, you potato. It's not Stephen A's business, and God knows I I don't I can't stand LeBron. Uh plenty to rip on LeBron for, but you want him out there promoting the vaccine. Well, you know, what if he doesn't want to? What if he feels uncomfortable doing that because he hasn't done the research? By the way, did you see that thing? And I tweeted about it. The first baby, an eight-month-old baby, got vaccinated yesterday. Uh, the, the babies, both his parents are allegedly doctors. Mm -hmm. But I don't care. An eight-month-old baby was vaccinated. And, in, you know, I was uh, uh, mocking it, obviously, on Twitter, as I should, as anybody should. And immediately people were like, you know, babies get all kinds of vaccines. They get, you know, smallpox and rubella and and polio, and I'm like, yeah, those affect them. Right. <laughs> if, if they're not <laughs> vaccinated, babies get affected by smallpox or polio. Babies aren't affected by COVID. There's right. no well, reason for a baby. Uh, his parents must be patriotic, Jerry. He's an eight-month-old in Baldwinsville, New York, named Enzo. There's your first clue. His name is Enzo. Youngest person in the world to receive two doses of the Pfizer vaccine. His parents say he's had no reaction to either shot. So they're experimenting. Jerry, I say if Enzo can do it, so can you. All of us can learn something from little Enzo. This is an experimental drug used on an eight-month-old baby, and, her, and his parents are both doctors, and they support this, approve this. They're experimenting on this child. Is he wearing well, a mask, if, little Enzo? He's not. In the picture I have, he's not. He's playing with his toys, looks perfectly normal. He's got no shot. I don't care that his parents are, are doctors. They're weirdos who want who allowed their child to be experimented on. It's crazy. But, you know, I'll guess, you know, Steve, uh, any criticism of LeBron's good by me and uh, Stephen A was blasting him for not talking about the vaccine when he made a public appearance at his little tequila event. And we don't know whether he's vaccinated or not. So he was threatening everybody's life. So let's uh, uh, that's fine. Go ahead. Go for it. Criticize that dink lebron james but well he has to he can't he can't well unless they're just get, obviously doing him a favor but he he can't go to events like that without being vaccinated that's the rule so the question is so i assume he is vaccinated or else they would have suspended him they would never ever suspend him but maybe you're right maybe that's maybe his agent or whoever manager the people at the tequila thing said only vaccinated people can come oh, that was it. That's what the, the NBA put a statement out yesterday. Only that's the only you can only do off court activities if it is oh. if vaccinated. Yeah, I'm, I have a dilemma, and I don't want to talk about it uh, too much. But uh, are golf courses going to require to be vaccinated? That's what I'm struggling with. That's the one for you. That's the yeah, one. Yeah. I mean, I don't even want to go on an airplane, at least not for a while. So I'm not. I don't care about that. But are we going so to? So Jerry, why aren't you vaccinated? Just get vaccinated. I don't know. What do you mean you don't know? There's well, a coronavirus going around. I don't see any people, so I don't have any. I'm like, I'm, uh, I live, you know, kind of in my own little world. You know, I don't go out in public much, at least not. I, I go outside. I walk all over the place. I run all over the place. But you tell me, talk me into it right now. Why should I be vaccinated? 
Because it's very unpleasant to get the pandemic disease, and uh, you can die, among other things. People, I know, nobody but it's raves going away. It. It's going away. I, I'm, I don't know if it's going away. What a, wild, uh, what a wild trio, right? I have asthma, so I'm the most at risk of three of us. Then you got Shattuck, who's jumping the line to get it. He's so paranoid about it. And then Jerry, I, all he cares about is whether or not uh, he needs it to play golf. So it's a, true. a wild little crew we got going here. Uh, in, in, it's a free it's, shot from the government. Just take something from them for free. I, I'm going to do it but i want to know if there's any free french fries in it for me first i don't <laughs> i need something i need something i want to get in a lottery or maybe uh get uh you know a beer free beer somewhere something like that when free i get a free round of golf would apply in this situation yes maybe the governor can come up with will that. you have to show your vaccination card to play golf this summer i want to know you, i think on some courses probably, probably okay then i'm doing it I'm doing it. I mean, oh, please. Well, what about bars and restaurants? Are they going to say, let's see your papers. We need to see your papers. Wouldn't well, some, I mean, in Maine, wouldn't some in Maine do it? There's a lot of boutique little liberal towns up there. I don't know. I'm so. right, in the, right in the heart of the city of Boston. Can I go out places in my neighborhood without showing a vaccination card? What do you think? Uh, I don't know. I don't know if they're allowed to do that in Boston as yet. I, I, I don't know. I've had nobody has asked me for it yet. So, so I'm happy. Well, but I have it. I've got a little, little sticker card. Have it laminated? <laughs> yes. And I, I got a little sticker. That do I get got. a V? Do I get like a gold V that I put on my <laughs> chest or maybe on my forehead? <laughs> um, I mean, I, I'm, I didn't want to cut the line. Okay. I didn't want to get in front of any real obese people or really old folks. I don't want to be, you know, I wait my turn. Okay. I'll wait my turn. There's a glut and, of that. And I'll be sure there. to post a selfie where I've shown <laughs> my pipes. I want to see with your with Fauci ouchie, Jerry. I Chaddock, that is Tom Shattuck, the host of the Burn Battle podcast and Substack, prolific Substack, or you could read him at Substack.com slash Tom Shattuck. Correct? <laughs> That's good enough. Close, Close enough. enough. All right, we got to go. We got to roll here. All right, good luck tonight in softball game. Uh, stick to your guns, Shattuck. I want to read about you in the police log. <laughs> I want you dragged away, maskless, if that's what it takes. All right? <laughs> we'll do. Fight Thank the good you. fight. Stand on principle. Today, that's what we're all doing, raising that BLM flag, and we're all uniting around that BLM flag around the around the world. All right, that will do it for us. I'm Jerry Callahan. This is the Callahan Podcast, and we'll do it again tomorrow. Why am I stopping? No one else stops. I don't I, can I go home? The Jerry Callahan Podcast. Good morning, good afternoon, and good night. And welcome to T-Pain's Nappy Boy Radio Podcast. The most fun you'll ever listen to while you're folding your clothes. Now let's get this straight. This is not your average podcast. T-Pain's Nappy Boy Radio is super fun, super crazy. It's pretty much an in-your-face conversation. That's the good thing about us. We don't do interviews. We do conversations. All of my guests, all of my co-hosts, we chill. We drink, we play games, we have the song of the week, we have the creative curse word of the week, as long as you're having fun as our guest. Speaking of guests, each week I'm going to go through my whole contact list and dive head first into the world of music, gaming, exotic cars, tech, strippers probably, doctors probably, probably strippers that are only stripping so they can pay for tuition to become a doctor. You never know. My wife is a certified bartender. She'll make you a drink while you're here. We'll get you drunk and make you play VR after. It's a lot going on, but that's what it's all about over here at T-Pain's Nappy Boy Radio Podcast. See you soon, baby!
Angie's List is now Angie, your home for everything home. Angie still has the same top pros and reviews you've counted on for more than 20 years. Only now, you'll also get access to all the tools you need to make your home a happy place. Inside, outside, big or small, Angie helps you find the right solution for whatever you need done all from your phone. It's simple to find upfront pricing and instantly book hundreds of projects. You can even search pricing guides to see what others paid for similar jobs and easily compare quotes from top local pros to make sure you're getting a fair price. From lawn care to repairing the AC to the project of your dreams, Angie has your home projects handled from start to finish. Plus, when you book and pay through Angie, they'll cover your project up to the full purchase price plus limited damage protection with their happiness guarantee. Make your home an Angie home. Check out Angie.com today. And for more on the happiness guarantee, go to Angie.com forward slash happiness hyphen guarantee dot HTM. Look, staying healthy isn't easy. Watching your diet, hitting the gym, avoiding stress. But a good night's rest helps boost your overall health and wellness. And it couldn't be easier. The new Sleep Number 360 Smart Bed is the only bed that effortlessly adjusts and responds to both of you. The result? You wake up ready for anything. Proven quality sleep is life-changing sleep. During our lowest prices of the season, the new Queen Sleep Number 360 C2 Smart Bed is only $8.99. Only for a limited time. To learn more, go to sleepnumber.com. You promise your child they can grow up to become who they want to be. We know college is expensive. But YouPromise.com lets you save extra money for your child's future by doing the everyday things you already do. Save for college when shopping online or even on your weekly grocery store runs. Link any college savings plan with a free YouPromise account for worry-free college savings deposited each month. Sign up today at YouPromise.com for a $30 welcome bonus. Start now at YouPromise.com. If you're committed to building healthy habits, let Noom put psychology to work. Noom's award-winning program takes a cognitive behavioral approach, helping you form sustainable eating and exercise habits that last. With Noom, no food is off limits, and there's no counting calories either. Instead, Noom gives you the expert guidance and ongoing support you need to achieve your health goals, all backed by leading evidence-based psychology and nutrition science. Start your trial at Noom.com balance. That's N-O-O-M dot balance.